Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the morning sports briefing here on Wednesday, the 8th of July. And I've managed to uh, get my co-hosts to stop playing sports quizzes uh, as, as they had for the, as we're doing pre-show. Um, but uh, yes, we'll get on to news, not quizzes um, this morning. Another Blues star, um, sorry, news, another Blues raising star, rising star even, um, extends contract. Test cricket is back. Warriors team named more NRL players in hot water. Fernando Alonso back as well and basketball upsets. So, yes, lots and lots of um, sports news this morning. And before we uh, get into it, I just remind you, this is your best way to start the day up to date with all the important sports news. Don't forget, you can listen to us on the go. Just download New Zealand Sports Radio. Um, into uh, your favourite podcatcher, either iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, or Acast. Uh, moving on to football news and Tottenham Hotspur um, saw off Everton one nil uh, in the um, EPL. Also, Crystal Palace lost to Chelsea two three, uh, and that new three sponsorship for Chelsea works out this time now. Uh, that mobile phone company. Um, that sponsors them and has a big three on the front of their jersey. At least they scored three this time rather than letting three in. Uh, and Watford um, beat Norwich 2-1. Um, now, that is a big result down the um, bottom end of the table because that means that Watford now um, have a four-point gap um, over Aston Villa, um, who uh, Watford in 17th, the last place that doesn't get relegated, Aston Villa in 18th. So that four-point gap um, is, uh, yes, is, is a big gap at this stage. Aston Villa and Bournemouth um, both have a game to play, but boy, oh boy, they need to win that though, um, their next games. And now I'm going to hand you over to Ashwin, who's going to take us through our cricket update and not answer sports quiz questions. Oh, no, but it was James Lowe. Anyway, this is good morning, Paul, and good morning to all our listeners and viewers out there on the interweb. Yes, Test cricket is back in less than 24 hours after 115, 115 days after England abandoned their final warm-up match in England in Sri Lanka. Bleh. 
<laughs> and before legging it to beat border closures back home, England will again with West Indies grace a cricket field. Yesterday, Ben Stokes donned the captain's blazer for the obligatory photo shoot. And today, along with Jason Holder, they will walk their sides out onto the GS Bowl field. It appears like the West Indies will also be naming their playing 11 at the toss along with England, who were supposed to name their side overnight. Brian Lara believes the West Indies, if the West Indies are to win the first test, they'll need to do it within four days as they'll run out of puff by the time the fifth day rolls around. Meanwhile, Jason Holder has a point to prove. He hasn't. He doesn't believe he's been getting the credit that he deserves. After all, he is the ICC top-ranked test all-rounder ahead of Ben Stokes, his opposing captain. And so he probably has a fair point and want to go out there and prove it. Let's remember, in the last test series that they played together, Jason Holder knocked up a double hundred against his much-vaunted opposition and uh, opposition captain. So finally, all the talk stops. They won't, the, they won't be talking about who's sick. They won't be talking about who's failed a COVID test. The play will begin. And that will start overnight New Zealand time. And we'll bring you all the scores tomorrow morning right here on the morning sports briefing here on New Zealand Sport Radio. And Paul, that is the cricket news for today. Thank you very much, Ashwin. And they will only not be talking about it if a player doesn't test positive or doesn't sneeze in the outfield. Just wait for that first, <laughs> that first player sneezing in the outfield. And hey, presto, on, it'll be, on, be big news. Yes. Oh, I'm the corner of the elbow, folks, not the hands, yep. especially as the ball <laughs> is a vector for the, for the disease, as we all know. I love oh, that my. term, a vector for the disease. It's a great term. <laughs> or as, uh, as uh, yes, as... Um, yeah, the, the, the English Prime Minister has told us. Um, Stephen Harris, uh, good morning, sir. And uh, please do take us through the birthdays. Yes, thank you very much, Paul. No quizzes here this morning, but <laughs> it is a wet, wild, windy day in Auckland. I don't know if you're on the school holidays. Take care wherever you are throughout the country. In fact, wherever you are throughout the world, if you're viewing from uh, overseas, and I know we do have a, a regular Hugh that tunes in every morning from uh, across the ditch. So good morning to you, Hugh. And uh, birthdays this morning, a, a former All Black and a Wales Rugby International with a little bit of NRL thrown in. A former Tasman and Chiefs flyer now available for Ireland. And I've got to give uh, Ashwin big points for getting both of those right. And finally, a former bronze medalist at the Beijing Summer Olympics. Jesse Sargent, born this day, the 8th of July 1988, is a retired New Zealand racing cyclist who rode professionally between 2.11 and 2.16 for Team Radio Shack Trek Factory Racing and AG2R L. Le Mondale, Mondiale, born in Fielding Sergeant, won the bronze medal at the 2008 Summer Olympics in Beijing as part of the New Zealand team pursuit, together with Sam Booley, Hayden Ralston, Wesley Goff, and Mark Ryan. Moving right along, James Lowe, born this day, the 8th of July 1992, is a New Zealand rugby union player who currently plays at Leinster. Lowe represented New Zealand schools in 2010 and was part of the successful side which defeated Australia of Māori descent. He affiliates to Ngāpui and Ngā Te Rangi Iwi. He gained selection for New Zealand Māori in 2014 and 2016. Injury prevented him from appearing for the Māori in 2015, but he made the squad again for the 2016 end of tour 
Oh, excuse me, beg your pardon. It's again for the end of the rugby union international scoring five tries in three appearances against United States, Munster, and Harlequins. Lowe will be eligible to play for Ireland from the end of 2020. So, and that's due to a residency rule. So, we might see him there in the end of the year. Speaking of residency, Shane Howarth, born this day, the 8th of July 1968, is a former. International rugby union player who gained four caps and scored 54 points for the All Blacks before later switching his allegiance to Wales, attaining 19 Welsh caps. And outside half or fullback, he was a prolific goal kicker and a fast, elusive runner. He scored 23 points for Wales, including a try in a famous 32-31 victory over England. And that was played at Wembley when the Millennium Stadium was under construction in Cardiff. In 1996, he switched to uh, rugby league, signing with the North Queensland Cowboys in the NRL competition. He played 12 games for the club and scored 49 points, including three field goals. However, he was not re-signed by the club and instead returned to rugby union playing three games for the Blues during the 97 Super 12 season. So uh, he would have picked up a Super Rugby uh, medal in uh, 1997. Boy, have things changed, guys, in terms of uh, <laughs> guys uh, switching uh, switching allegiances. I, I don't. It definitely won't happen these days. That's birthdays. I'll be back shortly with uh, Rugby League News. Thank you very much, uh, Stephen. Um, and don't forget, folks, that uh, you're listening to in New Zealand Sports Radio at 2 p.m. today. We have a new long talk for you, uh, this time with the CEO of Parafed Auckland. Um, yes, uh, talking about um, accessibility sports. So um, do uh, join me for um, that chat. Uh, it's a fantastic one with uh, Jan Roo. Moving on to rugby union news. Um, and uh, yes, the Blues have another rising start who's extended to 2022. Yesterday, we uh, um, told you about Hosking Satutu, uh, who had extended his contract. Um, and uh, now uh, Mark Talia um, has also done that as well. Two of the rising stars in Super Rugby or, or this season, uh, Mark Talia uh, had scored five tries in seven, uh, seven games before um, the breakdown. You know, before the breakdown? No, before the lockdown um, in, uh, in Super Rugby. Uh, and it um, has been uh, and, and it has been threatening um, since then um, as well. So, yeah, uh, 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 definitely an up and coming uh, young player, and good to see him be uh, uh, extended uh, at the Blues. This is his first full season, um, uh, fully contracted season in Super Rugby. I'm now going to hand you um, back to Stephen, who will take us through our uh, NRL updates. You know, remember that's the, uh, the 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 sport that just keeps on giving. Yeah, it is, and it's still giving once again. Good morning, every, again, everybody. And our league news uh, this morning: the Warriors have uh, named their team for their first uh, for round nine clash this weekend. And uh, for Noah Blake, who was in trouble yesterday with uh, Manly and a few off the field incidents or on field incidents, is in even more trouble. But it's with the Warriors. We start this morning. The Warriors have named their team for Friday night's around nine clash against the Gold Coast Titans at Cyber Stadium in the Gold Coast fullback and captain Roger Tuavasa Sheik returns from a one-game suspension with Peter Hiku shifting to centre and Gerard Beal out. Chanel Harris-Tavita starts at 5'8 for Cody Nikarima who has a head knock with Jazz Tavanga back from injury on the bench. Carl Lawton 
Lachlan has been named at locked and Tohu Harris in the second row in a swap from where they each played last week. That full Warriors team again to at fullback to Avasa Shik, Fusitura, and uh, Patrick Herbert. Peter Hiku, Ken Mamalo, Chanel Harris-Tavita, Blake Green, Jermaine Tonoa, Brown, Wayne Egan, Adam Blair, Jack Murchie, Tohu Harris, and Carl Lawton. That's your 13 starters in the interchange. Ignatius Pussy, Jack Hetherington, Asaya Papali, Jazz Tavanga, beg your pardon. The reserves are Lachlan Bird, Jared Beal, King Vuni Yayawa, and Adam Pompey. That's your Warriors team for Friday night's clash. <clears throat> excuse me, against the Gold Coast Titans. And finally, suspended manly prop Aiden Fornua Blake faces uh, further disciplinary action after NRL acting CEO Andrew Adbo found that he had breached the game's anti-vilification code during a separate outburst on and off the field after Sunday's 14-12 loss to Newcastle. Fornua Blake is serving a two-match ban for abusing referee Grant Atkins at full-time, but the NRL is considering an additional sanction after it was revealed. He made similar derogatory and offensive comments about the match officials in the Brookvale Oval dressing room. Far out. How did they find that out? Have they got microphones in there? What happened on Sunday was divisive and against the fabric of what we stand for as a game. Abdo said, there is no place for comments like that in our game. Sport is about bringing people and communities together and we pride ourselves on being an inclusive game for everybody. Fonua Black issued a written apology through the club on Sunday night at the urging of his wife on Tuesday. The Sea Eagles released a video in which he admitted, I let my emotions get the best of me. The manly forward also confirmed he had uh, continued his tirade in the uh, dressing room, but insisted the comments hadn't been uh, directly uh, to Aikens or any other match official. Interesting when we're talking about players in a bit of trouble, uh, Joey Leilua, who uh, put in a, a high shot in uh, in his game against the Penrith Panthers playing for the West Tigers, and it's an absolute, absolute shocker. He, um, a lot of ex-players saying that the sanctions that he's actually got, I think he got four weeks, but people and a lot of ex-players, commentators are saying those sanctions should be tougher. Absolutely lost his head. His uh, brother during the game was also uh, uh, taken out, and obviously he didn't respond too well to it, but it's really all about uh, discipline at the end of the day. Well, that's it for League News today. Look, listen out for the guys on the standoff this evening. That's uh, Brad and Sanjay, 8pm on uh, New Zealand Sports Radio. And in terms of this, where I've been broadcasting from, it's been absolutely an absolute hoot and a pleasure to be here. But I moved back to my venue of uh, choice from tomorrow, which is my car. It's a great studio. <laughs> Don't worry, folks. He's just changing studios, but he's not changing stations. He'll still be here on New Zealand Sports Radio um, from tomorrow. And he's not homeless and living out of a car. Let's, let's uh, also yeah. make, that <laughs> make that very clear. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's very, very true. Um, moving on then to uh, basketball news uh, and two results yesterday from um, the uh, Sal's NBL. Uh, the Otago Nuggets went down 69-81 to 81, um, against the Auckland Huskies. You've got to say, um, shock result there. The Auckland Huskies, that's their second ever win um, in the NBL, being a new uh, franchise, uh, expansion franchise this season. Um, and they did this despite some um, their captain um, being uh, suspended for this game. You might remember that he uh, 
uh, put his hand around someone's throat during um, uh, the previous uh, game. So he was missing for this one. Um, so Haku, yep, missed this one. But the team all rallied round um, and uh, got the win over the um, yeah the Otago Nuggets, who now have slipped back after winning their or after having an opening run of I think it was three games where they won. Um, so yes, the Otago Nuggets really struggling now. In the second game last night, the Franklin Bulls, who were the new pace setters, having won four on the trot, um, were downed by the Taranaki Mountain Airs, 88 to 102 in a high-scoring um, affair there. Um, it was Jones who led um, the uh, the Taranaki Mountain Airs with 29 points. He also led the uh, game on rebounds as well with nine. Um, yeah, he, he, was, uh, he hit 12 from downtown. That's right, 12 three-pointers. Um, in this game, he was backed up by um, Rokua, uh, who also hit 21 points. Um, so big win there for the Taranaki Mountain Airs. That um, puts them at the top of the table with the Franklin Bulls. Both of them on four wins now, um, closely followed um, by the Otago Nuggets, Nelson, Jagan, Nelson Giants, Manawatu Jets and Canterbury Rams all on three, point, three wins. Um, and then the Auckland Huskies bring out the rear with two wins. Um, this evening, um, the Manawatu Jets take on the Nelson Giants and the Canterbury Rams take on the Franklin Bulls, hoping to back up after that loss from last night. Moving on then, uh, and the government um, has announced details of uh, $80 million uh, to help with sports recovery. Um, this uh, is mainly aimed at uh, grassroots um, sports and 58 million of that will be distributed um, uh, this financial year. Um, uh, 34 million is being matched by 34 million of existing money from Sports New Zealand for the um, two Manawa Active Aitaroa um, Fund. Um, but uh, also, national leagues are getting a boost from this as well. Um, Basketball have received $300,000 for the men's league and $200,000 to get the Sales MBL Women's League um, off the ground, um, which is obviously uh, a big thing for them. Um, but some um, funding is also for other national leagues, um, including uh, bowls, um, hockey, uh, rugby league um, as well. So uh, funding for a number of national leagues to... Um, get themselves going yet again uh, and so that's important with obviously the um, Olympics coming up and, and uh, with hockey being one of those uh, Olympic sports um, there's also, also ice hockey has also received it um, as, as as well which received seventy thousand dollars towards its um, national leagues moving on uh, to, to the states uh, and we have the biggest ever deal uh, in sports history with um, Super Bowl MVP Patrick Mahomes has signed a 10-year contract extension worth over $400 million. And that's US dollars, folks. Um, so, yes, uh, an amazing contract um, that, uh, that he has signed. So congratulations uh, to him on that one. Uh, you've got to, I guess, wonder to a slight degree as to what are his chances of winning more Super Bowls. I remember that um, Tom Brady famously 
um, deliberately, um, famously uh, took uh, a, a lower salary than he could have done so that uh, the some of the salary cap could be used to make sure he had a good supporting um, team. Um, and uh, you've got to say, uh, after he was on 825,000 to jump to 40 million, boy, that's going to be a change in their salary cap and the distribution of their funds um, in that team. So it's going to be interesting to see how uh, Kansas City go on from here. Um, moving on then to Formula One and Fernando Alonso has announced he will be returning to Formula One in 2021 with Renault. Um, he is expected, uh, he, he understands that this, uh, that that's likely to be a mid uh, oh, yeah, a midfield car um, as the uh, rules say that they'll be running the same cars this year as next year. Um, but you're going to say from 2022, he'll be looking, hoping that that gap narrows with the new regulations that are coming in. He is going to have a shot at winning the uh, IndyCar 500 this year with McLaren. So um, he's still uh, doing some other racing outside of F1, but looks like he's going to be, uh, looks like he's coming back next season. You have now started the day the best way up to date with all of the important sports news. Don't forget, you can listen to us on the go. As you can see, that's exactly what Stephen Harris will be doing. He's now quickly searching for New Zealand Sports Radio for his podcatcher um, there uh, on his, uh, don't forget, you can listen to us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, um, or Acast. Have a wonderful day, folks, uh, and uh, catch you all tomorrow at 7 a.m. 